and welcome to DMV Civil War History. podcast is about Civil War history in the Washington, Maryland, and Virginia region. Now, judging from the listenership of the first four episodes of this podcast, regimental history of Union and Confederate units seems to be of interest, so the next few podcasts will cover that specific area. This is episode five, the 9th Virginia Cavalry. The 9th Virginia Cavalry was formed in January 1862 out of the old 1st Virginia Cavalry Battalion. The 9th was initially commanded by Colonel Johnny Johnston. The regiment was assigned to the Cavalry Army of Northern Virginia. Now, there were 10 companies in the 9th Virginia when it first started. Company A was from Stafford, Virginia, and known as the Stafford Rangers. Company B was from Caroline County, and known as the Caroline Light Dragoons. Company C was from Westmoreland County. Company D from Lancaster. Company E from Spotsylvania. The Essex County Light Dragoons formed Company F. The Lunenburg Light Dragoons formed Company G. Lee's Rangers from King William County formed H Company. The Potomac Cavalry from King George formed Company I. And Company K was from Richmond County. The 9th Virginia Cavalry was initially assigned to the Aquia District near Fredericksburg. On April 18, 1862, the 9th Virginia was reorganized and William H. F. Lee replaced Colonel Johnson as commander of the 9th. Major Richard L. T. Beale was promoted to lieutenant colonel. The cavalry regiment was then assigned to General Jeb Stewart's cavalry brigade outside of Fredericksburg. By the end of May 1862, the 9th Virginia Cavalry was on the move outside of Richmond, Virginia, the Confederate capital to help the Army of Northern Virginia block the Union invasion force led by General George McClellan from taking the capital. This became better known as McClellan's Peninsula Campaign. From June 12th to June 15th, 1862, the 9th Virginia took part in General Jeb Stewart's famous ride around McClellan's Union Army. According to historian Robert Crick, seven companies of the 9th Cavalry led the way during Stewart's ride, with Company B the lead element. On June 16th, the exhausted men of the 9th rode through the streets of Richmond to much fanfare. The 9th Virginia joined in the June 25th to July 1st, 1862, Seven Days Battle. They conducted complex maneuvers acting as a screening force for Robert E. Lee's Army of Northern Virginia. On July 28th, 1862, the cavalry of the Army of Northern Virginia was reorganized. The 9th Virginia Cavalry was assigned to the brigade of newly promoted Brigadier General Fitzhugh Lee under the overall command of Major General Jeb Stewart. The regiment was involved in Stewart's raid on Catlett Station on August 22nd, in which Union General John Pope's wardrobe was taken along with U.S. currency and 100 Union prisoners. During the Second Battle of Bull Run on August 27th, the 9th Cavalry attacked and fractured Union communications near Fairfax Courthouse. The 9th never engaged its second bull run. At the Battle of Antietam on September 17th, 
The 9th Cavalry was positioned on the extreme left of the Confederate Army. Later, they were put in the rear near the river to support the artillery and halt stragglers from the main Confederate line. After the stalemate at Antietam, the 9th was assigned to cover the withdrawal of the Confederate Army back into Virginia. On October 3rd, 9th Commander W.H.F. Lee was promoted to Brigadier General in a newly formed brigade of Stuart's division. The 9th was assigned to Lee's brigade, and Lieutenant Colonel Beale was promoted to command the 9th Cavalry. On November 20th, Colonel Beale led 300 men into Virginia's northern neck to capture an entire Pennsylvania Cavalry Regiment. This proved to be the 9th's best independent operations of the Civil War. During the Battle of Fredericksburg on December 11th and 12th, the 9th Cavalry supported Confederate artillery along the Bowling Green Road. The 9th spent Christmas 1862 conducting picket duty, but did participate in Stuart's raid on Dumfries and Occoquan during the periods of December 26th to the 31st. According to Private James Pede of Company I, we gathered five days' rations to cook and put in our hoversack and reached Dumfries on Friday, and old Stuart sent the gallant 9th ahead to arouse the vandals. We took 86 prisoners. The first part of 1863 was relative calm for the 9th Virginia Cavalry. They went in their winter quarters in Essex County, performing picket duty around the Rappahannock River. During April and May 1863, the 9th Cavalry was one of two mounted regiments sent to contain Union General Stoneman's raid toward Richmond. During the Battle of Brandy Station on June 9th, the 9th was positioned on the extreme left of the Confederate line. The 9th and the rest of W.H.F. Lee's brigade repulsed Union advances and forced the Federals back to their lines. W.H.F. Lee withdrew the brigade's position back toward the center of the Confederate line. Robert Crick noted that the 9th Cavalry charged against the 6th Pennsylvania Cavalry and the Federals fell back, abandoning their positions. The 9th Cavalry mounted numerous casualties during their charge. After Brandy Station, the regiment marched north with the rest of the Army of Northern Virginia in what became known as Lee's Gettysburg Campaign. The 9th participated in the Battle of Middleburg on June 19th, and on June 21st at the Battle of Uppersville, the 9th Cavalry lost 32 casualties, including many of its officers. Jeb Stewart's ride around Gettysburg during late June 1863 was criticized by many men in his command, including men from the 9th Virginia. According to Robert Crick, several soldiers, including one private and a lieutenant, summed up Stewart's decisions at, as, at Gettysburg as the wildest of goose chases and ill-judged and hazardous. On July 2nd, Stewart and the Confederate Cavalry, including the 9th, arrived at the Confederate position around Gettysburg. The 9th Cavalry fought on the last day of the Battle of Gettysburg on July 3rd. They were at the center of the Cavalry battle east of town. The 9th participated in the failed Confederate cavalry charge, resulting in 25 casualties. During the Confederate withdrawal from Gettysburg, the 9th Virginia suffered 22 casualties at the Battle of Williamsport, while the Army of Northern Virginia crossed the Potomac back into Virginia. The 9th Cavalry, like the rest of the Southern Army, suffered from lack of food and supplies. By September 1863, the regiment needed a refit. A brief period of inactivity during this time helped the 9th rest. Colonel Beale was shot in the leg during a skirmish at Culpeper Courthouse on September 13th and would not return to the 9th until December 1863. W.H.F. Lee 
had been taken prisoner by the Union Cavalry during this time, and John R. Chambliss replaced Lee as commander of the brigade. Chambliss was not as popular as Lee, and the brigade was reorganized with the 9th, 10th, and Virginia Cavalry together under Chambliss. The regiment suffered many casualties in fighting with Federal Cavalry near Manassas, Virginia, on October 14th after the Battle of Bristow Station, and again fought at Brandy Station on November 7th, providing cover for the retreating Confederate infantry. In December 1863, the 9th Cavalry went into winter quarters at Charlottesville, Virginia. The brigade was ordered to turn back a Federal raid at Staunton, Virginia, on December 21st. The march toward Stanton was in intense weather, and many of the 9th suffered. By the middle of January 1864, the 9th Cavalry returned to winter quarters around Charlottesville. The regiment had suffered a great deal of straggling and desertion during the expedition to stop the Yankee raid at Staunton. According to Private John Peed, it was a rainy day and night of the previous, and we were out in all of it. I thought I should freeze. We had a great deal of cold weather, but this has become a our camp for the winter. By January 1864, Colonel Beale had returned as commander of the 9th. In early March 1864, men from Company H played a key role in capturing and killing Colonel Ulrich Dahlgren of the Union Cavalry during his raid towards Richmond. Men from Company H seized documents about the destruction of Richmond and the killing of Confederate officials, most notably Confederate President Jefferson Davis. The 9th also grabbed 19 prisoners during Dahlgren's capture. In May 1864, the 9th Virginia was too far away to participate in the Battle of the Wilderness, but witnessed the carnage of the battle days later when they passed the area. During the Battle of Cold Harbor from June 1st to the 3rd, 1864, the 9th was positioned around Ashland, Virginia, and was engaged in the regiment's severest cavalry fights of the war. The troopers fought dismantled to dislodge Federal troopers from an entrenched ditch. Eventually, the 9th were shooting the Union troops in the open during the retreat. The 9th suffered several dead and wounded. On June 17, 1864, Companies C, D, E, and K were sent to the Northern Neck to stop Union foraging in that area. The company swept through the area and made contact with the Union's 36 USCT under Colonel Alonzo Draper. This was the 9th Virginia's only contact with black troops during the war. The 9th swept up to the Union line and repulsed a counterattack by the 36th later that night. Through most of June 1864, the 9th cached with Federal Cavalry around Richmond, Virginia. Most notably, the 9th pursued and punished Union Cavalry under General J.H. Wilson during the last three days of June. The regiment received a lull in fighting during July 1864, and by mid-August, the 9th was involved in hard and bloody fighting. On August 16th, the 9th Cavalry was flanked by dismantled Union Cavalry near the Charles City Road, and severe fighting ensued. Colonel Beale later stated that it was the most intense fight with Union Cavalry of the war. The 9th lost 20 men during the fight with the Yankees. By September, the 9th Cavalry was positioned around Petersburg, Virginia. Robert Crick noted, The inspecting officer counted and examined the 9th. He found 613 officers, men, and present. 522 were actually on duty, 103 officers and men were absent without cause, and 329 were absent with cause. There were 585 serviceable horses and 61 unusable animals. Consequently, the hard fighting of 1864 had taken a toll on the 9th Cavalry. On October 17, 1864, 
Colonel Beale was promoted to brigade command after the death of General Chambliss. Lieutenant Colonel Thomas Waller assumed command of the regiment. In January 1865, the 9th Cavalry received some needed rest in winter quarters outside of Petersburg. They performed picket duty as far as 40 miles from their camp. By this time, the regiment was in need of supplies and men. One private in the 9th quoted, The horses were worthless and the guns and ammunition were nowhere to be seen. But the morale in the unit was still high despite the hardships. The 9th Cavalry fought in several skirmishes during General Lee's retreat to Appomattox Courthouse. On April 9, 1865, a remnant of the 9th Cavalry supported the flank of the 14th Cavalry during a charge in one of the last engagements in the Eastern Theater of the War. On that same day, Robert E. Lee surrendered the Army of Northern Virginia to Union General U.S. Grant. The regiment officially surrendered one officer and 26 enlisted men during their surrender ceremony. Most of the regiment managed to leave with their horses and equipment before the ceremony and returned to their homes. The 9th Virginia Cavalry was always in the front of in a fight and was one of the best cavalry units in the Confederate Army. This is the end of Episode 5. If you like this podcast, please hit the subscribe button to get notification for future episodes. Next episode is on the Union 3rd Maryland Infantry Regiment. Thank you for your time and take care. Music